how do you <laughs> what do you mean better at starting these things because i'm always like how do you want <laughs> anyways <laughs> Welcome to Pardon Me. My name's Erin. And I'm Allie. We're sisters IRL and want to bring you into the sisterhood. Each week we're sharing about us, our lives, pop culture, advice, and everything in between. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Pardon Me. How you been doing, Erin? How we, how we doing? I'm doing good. Cool. I'm doing swell. Cool. What what have you done this week? Uh, this week we had some Christmas parties. That we did. We had I had some our favorite we had our favorite things party, and we also had a few Christmas other family Christmas parties, and we helped our mom decorate for a Christmas party. Yeah, we did. Um, and isn't that a tradition <laughs> in our family? How <laughs> my dad was saying he was like. <coughs> We've lived in the same ward for 17, our parents, I guess. Our parents have lived in the same ward for 17 years. Yeah. And dad was like, I've probably been the ward entertainment, <laughs> been part of the ward entertainment for the Christmas party like five times. But we think we decided it was like 20% of the ward parties. We have helped with in some way. No, but 20% of them, dad has been the sole entertainment. Yeah. One time, dad was the Grinch. And that is a, st- <laughs> a story for another we day. That. That's like a whole. We thing should say that for an episode called "Family Trauma." <coughs> Anyways, yeah. So we helped decorate for a Christmas party, mm-hmm. which is what we do best. I mean, it ain't much, but it's honest work. And then I gave Jackson, Lincoln, and all of our haircuts this week. So yeah. Oliver had his first haircut. He like had four hairs on his head to cut, and we cut them. <laughs> The bald spot in the back. (laughs) Didn't need to worry about her. (laughs) Nope. And then I got my hair done because I can't do it myself. I also got my hair done this week. By the same person. Shut out. Kylie. You say that like I did. (laughs) Kylie, I know your name. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to have some anonymity. Anyways. um, Yeah, that was a breath of fresh air. Aaron went blonde again. And I chopped my hair again. And this is... Just my final form. Mine too. <laughs> this is who I meant. Every time I chop my hair, I'm like, why on earth <laughs> did I think I was going to grow out my hair? This is who I meant to be. So I love having a little short haircut. Yeah. My little bob. So that's what I did. Just lots of holiday parties and haircuts. True, true. Um, I We had the favorite things party, like Aaron said. And then I, on Saturday, did a cookie baking day, which was awesome. I invited, like gonna expose myself i probably invited like 15 people over and five people showed up four (laughs) let me count i think four Four, five four or five four five total five total so including me five hey grandpa six he was not there (laughs) he was there for part of it for part of it yeah um so four people came so that was cool and just a little life hack for you guys if you decide not to come to a party let the host know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shoot. Let them know that you're not coming because then they don't have to be anxious about, like, having you come and then you don't come. Yeah. So that's True. just if you want your type A friends to keep planning stuff for you, let's be a little more cordial with how we approach things. <laughs> Anyways, all things aside, it was actually so fun. 
we each person baked a cookie recipe and then I baked, I baked, I made fudge also. And then we combined all the cookies into a bunch of boxes. And then I think we had 25 boxes total of cookies that nice. we split. Some people only took a couple. I ended up with like 10 boxes that I just gave nice. away to people. It's actually so fun. I kept seeing it on TikTok of these women who would get together every year for Christmas and they do a cookie or a treat day or whatever. And they'd bake from like 7 a.m. to midnight and they'd bake like 2,000 cookies. That and I said, seems very like a lot. It <laughs> looks so awesome to me. Because I'm like, when I'm a millionaire, that is how I'm going to be spending my money is I'm going to spend a whole day baking cookies and then you just give them all away. And that's like the funnest way to spend time for me, in my opinion. Yeah. It was really interesting seeing other people who probably don't bake super often bake, though. I said, wow, that's interesting. A, that's a way to approach that's that. That's a way to do that. Um, yeah. So that was but that was really fun. And I think that's, a good that's something I want to start doing every year. Yeah. So hopefully if you get invited next year come come and if you can't come let me know <laughs> let a girl don't know. just say i'll let you know and then and then, then not let me know anyways yeah aaron what are your current hyperfixations? my current ones that i wrote down are chat gpt and pinterest working hand in hand together true and I mean, I'm not even going to get into all the things that that has helped me with this Chat month. GPT, I know everyone's scared of AI, but genuinely, I feel like if you know how to use it and you're smart enough to like be able to tell what is good and what isn't. Yeah. Have I think it's like a rule, like we shouldn't let kids be using Chat GPT in schools. Like obviously some of them, they're just going to use it. But once you get to like college and stuff, I feel like... I just think you need not to know. Not that I'm using ChatGPT to like write no. my papers, but it's definitely I think me you in helping need, with I my I think writing. you need to know the correct questions to ask. Mm -hmm. And like anything, use it as a guide. I don't, was going to say. Don't use it as the Bible. Like when you read ChatGPT, like writing that they come out with, it's like, uh, you can tell this was written by ChatGPT. So you just have to be smart enough to weave out the unnecessary adjectives. Honestly, it's mostly just helped me like formulate what i already know into a bullet list because i feel like it does like bullet points really well so that's been really nice it's helped me plan events and the trip <laughs> you just need to ask the right questions exactly and it's awesome so yeah that but like that and pinterest working hand in hand mm -hmm. have helped me come up with what's in it's helped me formulate what's in my brain to paper <laughs> yeah exactly so that's something um one of my hyperfixations this week was the song tolerate it by taylor swift oh that's a good one i was hanging out with my friends on saturday and we were having a little emo girl moment and someone just like put on shovel all the sad taylor swift songs and tolerate it it's just a song it's been trending on tiktok because in the eras tour the intro of it has like this piano intro that's really beautiful and then it cuts into tolerate it and tolerate it is just a song about like giving someone or giving people or just giving so much of yourself and your love to a certain individual or group and feeling like your love isn't accepted but it's just tolerated yeah and some of the lyrics are just really hard hitting like ooh used my best colors for your portrait 
Yeah. Like I just was listening to it and I was like, dang, I really, <laughs> dang, she I really I put really what I was feeling into words. She really read my <laughs> journal and then wrote a song about it. Um, but yeah, so I've been listening to that and also some Swifty. I can't find it. I need to go on my friend's Apple Music to find it. Some Swifty had taken the Eras Tour movie because uh, it's available for rent now. Someone illegally <laughs> made it into a live album on Apple oh. Music so you can listen to the live music from the show. It's kind of a no-no in Taylor Nation. I aren't Swifties. <laughs> <laughs> it's, is it wrong? Yeah, but... Also, <laughs> I would love to listen to Tolerate It Live. So when Taylor drops it, I'll listen to her version yeah, and not theirs. Exactly, but <laughs> I was going to say. But no, so we listened to that. And I just think that song really means a lot to me this time of year. So yeah, if you any sad Christmas gr- music girlies, go give her a listen. Yeah. What about you, Aaron? The second one of mine is the soundtrack to Tick, Tick, Boom, which is a Netflix musical. I talked about Matilda a couple weeks ago. Yes. Um, Tick, Tick, Boom is a musical about <laughs> the guy who wrote Rent, the musical, Jonathan Larson. It has Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. I was yeah. going to say he plays. It's Andrew Garfield. Yeah. It's directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Of course it is. <laughs> it's it's really good. I think it's very touching music. I, I think we should have an episode where we just go over like our favorite song lyrics because I feel like that's what I just end up doing. <laughs> but... Um, he has a song that says like cages or wings, which would you prefer? Ask the birds. And it's just like, and (laughs) (laughs) there's songs about song. Like there's a Sondheim song in there and it's just a really cute movie and it's really touching. Um, and I think the music's really powerful. So I've just been listening to that a lot as I have been in my feels. Okay. So that's that. Um, so my last one is, uh, a show we've been watching a lot on Disney Plus, Olaf's Frozen Adventure. So if you haven't seen it, turn it on with your kids. Um, it's about Anna and Elsa at Christmas time, and basically what happens is they open the gates. The gates are open for the first time in forever, and they're about to ring the Yule bell and like bring in the bring in the Christmas season, and so they create this they set up this whole party and there's like all this food and as they open the gates to uh, to ring the yule bell they invite all these people and they're like hey this is a surprise like here's our feast like come into the castle come eat come drink with us and everybody right after the bell's rung they all leave and Anna and Elsa are like why are you leaving and they say oh we've got our we've got a get to bur- to work on our own Christmas traditions like this is just the start of our Christmas traditions and we got to go one of them is I have to go bake a cookie in the shape of Norway like that's my Christmas tradition we have to knit socks for our grandkids and they quickly realized that because they lived their whole life apart essentially they don't have any Christmas traditions and so the whole short is about Olaf finding Christmas traditions for Anna and Elsa. So foreshadowing in today's episode. That's cute. But it's a really, and there's some cute music that we've been listening to from yeah, that Yeah, I've been listening to the, we had Aaron made a family playlist of Christmas music and I've been listening to that this week. I will say, I think I might just take songs from it and put it on my playlist because as I'm listening to it, I'm like, there is a lot of country music on here. 
Yeah. And I love that for some people, but <laughs> it is not for me. So, but those songs have been on it and I've actually been listening to those ones. Yeah, they're cute. So those ones are cute. Um, my last one, which is probably a stupid hyperfixation, <laughs> is using my credit card irresponsibly. <laughs> as I as we've been getting ready for this trip, this big trip we have coming up. It's just thing after thing after thing. It's just like, what am I going to do? Go on this once in a lifetime trip and not have like hair elastics that I need? Yeah. <laughs> It's like in in a year the it's not gonna matter like the forty dollars I spent on this Amazon order that had like six things in it it's not gonna and matter all things that you like needed exactly <laughs> like I don't think I and I have a drawer now of like all the things I'm setting aside for the trip and I'm like every single thing in here I need I was gonna say there's a box in my garage that like slowly as Amazon packages arrived to my house I'm like put it in the put box it in the box <laughs> and so I was like I yeah it has been a a rough week in that department but yeah. I. But I don't regret it. No. I'll be making that minimum payment next month. And yeah. <laughs> that's just going to be what it is. So uh, that was my last one. Yeah. So Anyways, wha- what are we talking about today, Erin? Today we are talking about Christmas traditions. <laughs> if you couldn't tell. If you couldn't tell. I've been dropping a few Easter eggs in there. <laughs> um, We're going to be talking about Christmas traditions today. And things that we did when we were kids. Things that we would like to do. And things that we have learned about through our that people do all around the world yes and specifically our ancestry our ancestry and what they do um so, so yeah you take it take it away take it take it <laughs> what does the guy in harry potter say take it away Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> the shrunken head from the night bus anyways yeah. um so i feel like we had pretty tr- quote-unquote traditional Christmas traditions. (laughs) Yeah, we We had a lot of typical Christmas traditions. Not to say they're not awesome. No, they they were, and they are. Um, So we, every year, we would go to my grandparents' house on Christmas Eve, and we'd do a whole big shindig. My grandma, like, would always plan these awesome parties. We had minute-to-win-it games. Yeah, and it was... It was my favorite thing in the The highlight of the year. Yeah. Because it wasn't like we did the same games every year. Grandma would come up no, with something different sh- every year. She would pull out all the stops. Like we did poop a potato. That is my that is my favorite seeing my game. <laughs> seeing my grandma <laughs> waddle over to a <laughs> to a five <laughs> to gallon a, bucket to a little basket with a potato between her <laughs> legs. Oh my gosh, core memory. Though she would do fun minute to win it games every year. We would have a talent show. Some from some the time years, we were yeah. like probably 10 11 12 to the time we were for probably like five or six years we would do a talent show because our youngest cousin is like 10 years younger than or over 10 years younger than me yes. on that side of the family and so like it was kind of hard to do a talent show when you had s- such a wide range Spread, yeah but i guess i mean some people do it so like yeah maybe it's whatever but we would do that for a couple years and i always really enjoyed do that all except it would like make me stressed out because i wouldn't really think about it until until the day of and you're the like, day crap. of and then i'm be like crap i'm not an untalented person but y- there's just like prep work well and i just feel and like i would hate to be like and this year i am singing again <laughs> yeah I feel like you wanted to have something different every year. So when you didn't give it thought until the day of, you're like, I have not thought of my show stopping talent yet. And then we'd get there and our cousins would be like, what was your, what's your talent this year? And you're like, wouldn't you like to know? (laughs) I would also like to know. (laughs) (laughs) So we would do a talent show some years. Those were fun. We also always had the, uh, a very vivid memory of me. Mine is we would have the Santa tracker on the computer. The freaking Santa tracker. And we would 
that would be on and I all the little all the I was little never like oh my gosh the Santa yeah, tracker yeah but you were also a little older yeah. like it, w- it hadn't come out when we were kids the internet was still new <laughs> back in ye olden days of Y2K <laughs> Um, but our, our littler cousins, every time we would get to the party, they'd be like, you'll never believe where Santa is. <laughs> and and like, he's in Moscow, Russia. <laughs> yeah. Be so like, awesome. <laughs> so that was another memory. We'd of have, mine. yeah, the Santa tracker. We'd always have like good dinner. We'd have like a ham, yeah. pizza, pi- roast, pizza jello. Yeah. Which... For those of you who don't know what pizza jello is, <laughs> Aaron just calls I it named. pizza jello. It's something that I named when I was like two, though. Which I'm like, I don't. I think so you probably had it when we were like Thanksgiving because we changed the flavor of jello depending on what holiday. Like, holiday it is. Because at Christmas time, we have like it's red and, red green. and green jello. Yeah. So it's like jello cubes of certain colors in this gelatin mixture that has like orange juice. And Sprite. Yeah, and I used to think... Which sounds disgusting, but it's it's actually pretty good. good. I used to think... When I was a kid, I used to think it looked like pizzas. Because when we do it at Thanksgiving, we do it with yellow and and orange. Yeah. So So it kind of looks like So it's called pizza jello. So now we call it pizza jello. So we'd have that. And just very traditional American Christmas foods. Um, We'd also do christmas jammies every year which i think is pretty normal but also i love my christmas jammies and i wear them year i was round. i was gonna say well, growing up there were years where i i remember a specific pair that was purple i wore them i'm pretty sure like five out of seven nights of the week I all s- year i wore long. christmas jammies from when i was 16 to bed last night and they're so comfy yeah i i think that was my that was one of my favorite parts of christmas growing up which mm-hmm. a lot of people do but i just always that was like the my favorite well, it was fun to like especially like when you got to a certain age then you got to match like the older girls yeah. and like it was fun, fun to see what everyone gets because not everyone gets the same jammies, but normally you have like one or two people that match with you, yeah, or coordinate with you, so that's fun. So we do that. Uh, Christmas morning at our house is always pretty slow. I mean, I say slow. We'd get up probably at five in say, the morning. There was one morning where <laughs> Aaron just didn't go to bed. No, I went to bed. I just my body, my internal body clock woke up at three a.m. The one time of year. Yeah, literally, I am not a morning person unless it's Christmas. And then at like 5 a.m., I'm like, I slept in. And still to this day, <laughs> I'm like, with my brothers, I'm like, can we please get up at like 7, 8? And they're yeah. in my room at I just, it was always five, fun. When we, were like, when we were little, I say little, but I also remember doing this at 17. <laughs> when I was a senior in high school. No, I remember my brothers, I had told them, like, they had to practice, like, running down the stairs on Christmas morning. And it was so cute. My brothers, when I was in high school, they would come up to me like a few days before Christmas. And they're like, Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat. <laughs> <laughs> we need to train. <laughs> and so like, especially my littlest brother, who's 12. almost will be 13 in January. Yeah. Um, he would come into my room and he'd say, Aaron, we have to practice. And so like I would set a timer. <laughs> And he would practice running up and down the stairs, and we'd see how fast he could do it. So that was fun. So yeah, we'd always have a really we early Christmas morning the theatrical. <laughs> but yeah, so we could we could go downstairs, but we couldn't open anything till mom wa- and dad were awake, other than our stockings, like we said last week, I think. Yeah. Um, but 
we'd probably be we'd start being like, Mom, get out of bed at six. <laughs> the rule was they would get they we couldn't get them up till six AM, which is so early. Six AM. We'd be done with presents before the sun was out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. it's crazy. So after we do that, we would have we'd load up all of our favorite stuff we would put on our cute outfits and whatever yeah we usually got cute outfits from old navy (laughs) old navy and we'd go out again to my grandparents house and then we do christmas breakfast we usually did mickey waffles Mm -hmm. on christmas day that's a we do mickey waffles my dad has made biscuits and gravy a lot of year we have a cousin who is the sausage king of california so they (laughs) They send really us though. <laughs> no, like I'm like they make the Dodger dogs. Anyways, um, they have a specific Christmas sausage recipe that you can't buy. You just uh, this is you what I've been have told to know a person. This is what I've been told. This and is we the know lore. the person. <laughs> so you have to get on the list, and we'd get sent sausage, and my dad would make special Christmas sausage with or Christmas biscuits and gravy with yeah. the sausage that they sent us. So we would do that sometimes. Um, some years we wouldn't go out to my grandparents' house. It's kind of fluctuated over time. With what we do and whatever. But it was always very slow. And then we'd go back to our house and just kind of hang out. We never have any big plans for Christmas Day. My other grandparents would come and visit us. Yeah, Christmas Day at our house honestly was very slow. Very the whole day slow. I'm like, time is fleeting <coughs> and Christmas is almost over. I literally enter a depressive episode Christmas yeah. evening. I'm like, and Christmas tomorrow evening. it begins. Christmas evening. We entered a depressive episode at like 10 a.m. After I'm done opening presents, I'm like, there's nothing left for me. (laughs) No, but we would always have a very mellow Christmas day. Um, And then I would say part of our like Christmas season is that we have this tradition called Life is Good Day. Now we do. For the last five years. um, Yeah. Where we celebrate and get to do service for people. Yeah, January. and we wear life is good shirts. Yeah, because my grandma passed away five years ago this next year, and yeah. so every every year on the anniversary of her passing, we go out and do service for people, and we go to dinner and we wear matching shirts and talk about all the service that we did. Yeah, so which is one of my favorite. So it's kind of a fun way to wrap up the holiday season, I think. Yeah, but before it gets so gloomy, February is brutal. Oh my <laughs> gosh. But yeah, so those are some of our holiday traditions. I would say we keep it kind of mellow. I remember there was one year our mom, our mom really wants, wanted to do like cool Christmas traditions, but like, I don't know if there just were certain things we didn't cling to, but I remember there was one year we did a Christmas book every night. We'd read a different Christmas book and that I like vividly remember and really enjoyed doing. Um, It was the year we had a live Christmas tree also. We've only done that once. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I never re- again. I remember going to get that Christmas tree. We cut and it I down like <laughs> in nature. I had to pee so bad when we cut that Aubrey Christmas Aubrey has tr- to pee. <laughs> no, I literally had to go to the bathroom so bad. And I remember mom was like, just go over there and go pee. I was like, what am I supposed to wipe with? Pine needles? Literally. <laughs> so <laughs> that was very traumatic. That was a crazy year. <laughs> but we had this giant Christmas tree because what looks small in nature is giant in your house. So yeah, we had this giant Christmas tree. We also quoted Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation. It's l- it's going in our living room way too many times. So, so we had this live Christmas tree and there was one night we were reading a book called The Crippled Lamb. <laughs> 
anyone remembers. No. And it was actually sweet. It was a story about the lamb that was in the main or was in the stable when Jesus was born. Mm -hmm. And like in the middle of the book, the tree came like crashing down on us because we didn't like put it in. Right. Oh, (laughs) but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we did that that year. And I think on Christmas Eve that year, we read Luke two, which I remember really, really enjoying. So Mm -hmm. mom, if you're listening, I really liked that that one year. So thank you for having that idea and doing that with us. Another Christmas favorite book is Christmas Oranges. Yeah. That's a good book. So those are some of our Christmas traditions that we had growing up. Nothing too crazy, but definitely fun memories and a good time. Yeah. Um, another, some things that I wanted to talk about too is since getting married, some of the traditions that I have adopted into our our merging family. Um, so a couple episodes ago, I talked about the gingerbread graham cracker houses, which I have loved. They're so fun. Um, and that was a really super fun tradition to adopt. Um, and then the other thing that my husband and I have adopted, but also kind of made more official is that on the day, on the night before Christmas Eve, Christmas Adam. Yes. We make pull aparts, which is like monkey bread, and we, mm-hmm. and it's so yummy. And so that way, when we wake up on Christmas Eve morning, we have pull aparts for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of just, it's kind of like a really fun way to be like, it's coming. Like, <laughs> Christmas yeah. is coming. The goose is getting fat. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it kind of just kicks off our Christmas Eve day great. And I really like that we do it on the night before mm-hmm. Christmas Eve so that it's not all like, you're bombarded by stuff on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my favorite thing is Christmas Day bingo. So this was a tradition that my in-laws started a long, like years and years ago. I think it was when they lived out of state. But what it is, is on the on Christmas Day, like we were talking about, 10 a.m. rolls around and you're kind of like, I'm done. <laughs> like... <laughs> There's a song called Christmas Makes Me Cry by Casey Musgraves, and yeah. that's how I feel after 10 a.m. Yeah, Christmas you're just kind of like, and that was and fun. the build-up is over. And I'm ready to put my tree away. But one of the things that my in-laws have, uh, have made a tradition is that they have a bingo basket, and on Christmas Day, every hour on the hour, we play a round of bingo. Mm-hmm. And there's this big bingo basket with gifts and toys, and sometimes there's like mystery envelopes full of undisclosed amounts of cash Mm -hmm. there's gift cards there's hair accessories like all the stuff and it was really fun because the first year that i was a part of the family i redid the bingo cards that hadn't been touched since like i don't know when but so i kind of got to participate that way and they definitely need to be redone again Mm -hmm. because i know more about technology now <laughs> i'm <laughs> so but uh, that was a really fun thing for me to participate in mm-hmm. and i love that but i just feel like i want to like do something on christmas day yeah that's i think our parents really love not doing anything on christmas day they like having the slow day which i get and maybe as i get older i'll feel that way because i'm like oh, i do love a raw day yeah but christmas isn't a raw day i just feel like christmas day i would like to do something and i just love that idea because i had never heard that before so it's Mm -hmm. really fun that that that's like part of their christmas so and like as as the kids have gotten older they each bring something to contribute to the bingo basket yeah so you kind of get to like 
give that way too to whoever I picks think your stuff. Becoming an adult makes Christmas kind of more meaningful because, like, as you get older and you get to start like contributing, I find a lot of like we've talked about this, but I find a lot of value in contributing to something, and I yeah. I like being a part of that. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite things that we've adopted. Adopted. Do you have others? No. I mean, I have other things that I'd like to do, but... Because that's what I wanted to talk about. I kind of wanted to talk about kind of what I want to do moving forward. So like we said, I would really love to do some sort of like, I love a formal dinner. (laughs) I know you do. I love a formal dinner. You're about the only one. (laughs) No, I'd love to have some sort of like, it doesn't have to be fancy because I don't want it to be like Thanksgiving where you spend all day cooking. I'm fine with it being like a simple meal. But I like the idea of like sitting down at a table on Christmas Day to have some sort of meal. Because like in our house, we don't even have like a Christmas dinner. Like Christmas no. dinner is like, well, it just it's just like any other night food wise. We yeah. normally just have leftovers or whatever. Yeah, It's very chill in that way. But I'd love to just to like put a ham in the oven and then maybe like have some potatoes or something. Something that's easy and something you can do like ahead of time. But um, I'd love to have some sort of like formal sit down situation with like nice china and stuff like i love the idea of like eating on china for christmas yeah um i also really like the idea of doing a christmas eve sleepover where all the kids and the parents sleep together like in one room on christmas eve so like i know a lot of people that will like sleep in their basement together their tree will be like on the main floor and then yeah. They all have a sleepover in the basement and they bring all the mattresses out and it's like a fun thing and you watch like a Christmas movie or something and then everyone falls asleep. Like I think that would be fun to like sleep in the same room as your siblings yeah. on Christmas Eve. So I like that idea. Yeah. Um, I talked about printed photos last week mm-hmm. in stockings. I think that that's really fun. Um, I will say this. Last year when we went to Iceland, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the land of Christmas, I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't either. But I guess that's kind of where they consider the North Pole to be. Yeah, that makes be. sense. So, um, but one of the things that they believe in, there is the Yule Lads, mm-hmm. which are basically their version of, like, Santa Claus. So there's 13 Santa Clauses. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> in Iceland. And they're all named, like, really weird things. Like, there's one that's called, like, Potlicker and, like, Doorway yeah. Sniffer. Like, they're My super bizarre. My bought all the figurines of all the Yule Lads. Yeah. I'll take a picture of them. I'll post them. Yeah. So there's, like, all these really weird ones. And then there's, like, a dad and a mom. And I don't remember what their names are. I don't know. I did not really pay they're attention. They're very... I was just swatting away flies <laughs> during that portion of the tour they're very scandinavian names i really don't know like, um but yeah there's a mom and a dad and apparently in the legend like the mom is like this horribly like uh, really weirdly looking person and then the dad's like a pushover i don't know weird. it's super weird and then there's a yule cat and the yule cat is the scariest one Mm-hmm. And the legend is that it's a bloodthirsty cat that comes down from the mountains on Christmas Eve. And he looks for the kids that have not received a new article of clothing since December 1st. So if you have not received, like, new socks in the month of December up until Janu- or January, up until December 24th, then you get eaten by the Yule Cat. Which is 
terrifying. And like, look it up because it's like the Yule cat is freaky. He, yeah, it's it's really scary. So I like that. I like that it, it's a fun story that I think could be more like lighthearted. But um, I like the idea of like giving your kids like a new article of clothing and being like, if I don't give this to you, the Yule cat's going to eat you. Like, maybe not like that. I was but like, like, me personally, I'd rather just do like Advent or something. <laughs> no, I just think it's fun. But like a lot of uh, in Icelandic culture, they give, they have something called Christmas socks. And that's essentially like you get Christmas socks in the beginning of December. So you don't get eaten by the Yule cat. The Yule cat. So it's just, it's a really interesting, it's a very folklore um, the other thing I learned about in Iceland is that they have a similar tradition that goes along with the modern day elf on the shelf. And it's called Huldafolk. I think I'm saying that I might be totally butchering that, but it's the idea that multiple elves hide around your house. I just, and can't so, get down you know, with that. at least we only have one to worry about <laughs> every morning. Apparently in Iceland, you wake up and there's lots of mischievous elves. So yeah, I think that is fun. A way to a fun way to look at it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but those are some things that I think could, could be fun if you maybe romanticized them a little more instead of like a vicious cat eating you. True. Um, yeah. So those are a few things. Just incorporate that I something. Got new something fresh yeah um next we wanted to talk about some traditions from the land of our people <laughs> the land of our ancestors again our family has been in the united states For since before time. it was the united states we came across on the mayflower some of i was some like some of us like we have two people the most recent every member of our family though has been in america since for the last hundred years yeah. The most recent member of our family to migrate from Europe came across in like 1890 or something. Yeah, we're very American so like, people. <laughs> I definitely would love to like create some sort of tradition based on the land of our ancestors. But it's the land of our while. ancestors is kind of the US of A. So <laughs> we'll be like consumerism. <laughs> Pepsi, Coke. Literally. As our our cousins get a Santa Coke every year, yeah. so that's our that is our ancestry. Yeah, no, but these are some traditions from the land of our people. So we have we have ancestors from we are very English people. We're from which is the UK. So <laughs> we, <laughs> we are just very much. I don't know, like we are colonizers. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's an unfortunate thing. Um, but some some of the specific places where we can draw back our ancestry from is Wales, which I think is super cool. Cause but I remember back when mom was like, <laughs> we're from Wales. I was like, our ancestors are Wales. <laughs> I literally didn't understand until like the fifth grade when I went to Wales. Yeah. What that meant. Yeah. So we do. I think actually the, the most recent of our ancestors to come over were from Wales. We're Welsh. So yeah. like. We've got a large chunk of our ancestry is from Wales. We're mm -hmm. Welsh to a core. And then the other large chunk is England. Mm -hmm. That's um, a big chunk. That's a big chunk. I love to be like, I'm Italian. And it's like, <laughs> that's like that one person. Like we have one cousin. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but the, the bulk of our ancestry is Wales and England. And then we've got some from Switzerland, Sweden, and Italy. Mm -hmm. So... Um, but yeah, some, we wanted to look at some of the 
traditions that those cultures use to celebrate Christmas because maybe we could incorporate them incorporate some create some new traditions yeah so one of the things so going into Wales Mm -hmm. one of the things that Welsh people do is love spoons which I think mom has some I bought a love spoon I know for sure when I went to Wales. yes so one of the things is they're wooden spoons that are whittled in like they have hearts in them and they're given away as presents and some some families use them as ornaments mm-hmm. and yeah they're just wooden they're just pretty wooden spoons but that's they're called Welsh love spoons and I do definitely remember having a few of these mm-hmm. I know we had some one of them. hanging up in like our kitchen or something yeah so we had Welsh love spoons but they represent love and abundance love. which doesn't everything but like the bear of love <laughs> <laughs> so we did that and then the other thing which I just learned about, and I low-key want to do it, but it's a little... I was like, I, I haven't heard this before, yeah. from, from what I'm glancing at, it's haunting. <laughs> it is a little haunting. Um, it's, I don't even know how to pronounce Mari it. Mari Lied. <laughs> I wish I spoke Welsh. <laughs> yeah, that's I know it's not pronounced like that, no. guys. Welsh is so hard Mari, to pronounce. I think it's Mari Lied. Lied and Wasseling. <laughs> Here we come, a wassailing yeah. around the leaves so green. So, so that's actually a spooky thing, not a fun, not you drinking wassail. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all so ever had a wassail at <laughs> when you guys did Pioneer Day? Did you guys have wassail? Oh, that is a very popular tradition in all of the places that we wassail. that we come from. Anyways, continue. Um, it's a unique tradition in South Wales where they take a decorated horse skull. And they like put ribbons on it and they like paint it and it's like a horse skull. Is it a real horse skull? Yes. A traditionally, yes. That's haunting. Um, they stick it on a pole. <laughs> Every sentence is getting worse. <laughs> and they st- and then the person holding the pole stands under a sheet to like mimic the body of a horse. So it's like a horse ghost. Ooh. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um The ghost of Christmas future. <laughs> look up pictures of it it's haunting um but then they go around caroling and it's essentially like a christmas trick-or-treating it's giving like <laughs> the court of miracles yeah, from hunchback no, of Notre Dame when he sings with the skull <laughs> yeah so they go around caroling and the folklore behind it is that you go door to door in the horse costume and you sing slash rhyme and you reason we're just <laughs> mad rapping on their doorstep <laughs> And the reason slam poetry with the horse skull. Yeah. And the reason you do it is because you um, want to come in. And like I said, it's like trick or treating at Christmas time. So you kind of like reason with the person who you knock on the door with. And if they let you in, I will not bring (laughs) this dead horse skull into your house. If you give me wassail. No. (laughs) And if they let you in, then they have to feed you. So like you just go pudding. (laughs) You just go back and forth. And, like, it's this fun thing that they do over there or that they used to. I don't think it's as well, like, well spread anymore. And it's a tradition. But it, but it is a Welsh tradition. So that is. I low-key want to do it. That's, I don't. <laughs> if you went around your neighborhood. <laughs> Not neighborhood. In Saratoga Springs, Utah. <laughs> with a, You had the cops called on you. Yeah. No, maybe They're like, not. I'm Welsh. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. This is my Freedom tradition. Freedom of whatever religion yeah. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> 
freedom of identity. Yeah, I don't know. That's not in the thing, so. (laughs) Freedom of something. Yeah. So, anyways, that is a Welsh tradition. I think it's funny. It's crazy. Um, In England, they do Christmas crackers. Christmas crackers. Which we have done a few times. And they're little paper wrappers that contain small gifts, candy, and crowns. And a paper crown. And a paper crown. And then when it's twisted at the sides... When you twist it, they make a cracking it's sound. It's a cracking noise. So I don't know if you've seen Ted Lasso, but in Ted Lasso at the Christmas episode. I don't know if you've seen The Crown. Yeah. They have those. That's in true. In any English. Any English media, yeah. Downton Abbey. On the Christmas, Christmas stuff, they crackers. got it. So um, the other thing that they do is Mummer's Plays. Hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. No. They're folk plays done by amateur actors. And one of the ways that families do that is doing puppet shows. Like in Sound of Music, yeah. Which, by oh, the way, by the way, it is a dream of mine to have a marionette theater. To have like not that. even just like a marionette, have a puppet theater. That would be really cool. And you could just do it like in your house, yeah, with like a movie screen yeah. behind it. Yeah, it is a literal dream of mine to have a theater like that. Mom and Dad, put that in the house, and we can have puppet shows oh my for gosh. Christmas. But that's and we can. From the land of our people. I know. So, yeah. So, to have, like, a puppet show stage and, like, have the kids come up with. But, like, the Mummers plays, it's a way for kids. You could do it as a way for kids to, like, come up with a fun play. Yeah. And that way you don't have to, like, do dress up. They do that in Little Women. Yeah. Or they do I just don't want to, like, dress up. But I'd love to do a puppet show. But, like, you could even do it where, like, kids make the puppets. Like you could do that a craft seems way harder no, than just but dressing like, up. I know, but it's fun. Okay, it's more <laughs> creative. Um, and then Switzerland, take it away. <laughs> um, in Switzerland, they have this thing called Three Kings Day, which is also known as the Epiphany. Um, and this actually takes place on January sixth and signifies the ending of the Christmas season. In Switzerland, this is celebrated by making a cake, which is actually more like a loaf of bread, actually. And you hide presents inside inside of it. (laughs) (laughs) We're in Switzerland, (laughs) not Ireland. (laughs) Inside of it. The way that just came out of me. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Anyways, it's like when you would go to the Lion House for your eighth birthday <laughs> and made to have a gumball in the cake. <laughs> the communal experience Inside we all had. <laughs> um, usually it was a small king figurine and whoever finds the present is dubbed the king and has no choice for the rest of the day. I want to do this and <laughs> I want to be the king. That's just me on my birthday. <laughs> That's just me being like, and do my thing for me. Um, it is also customary to make gritty bonds. Gritty bonds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> On Christmas Eve day, and these are little bread-shaped men, not to be cute, confused with gingerbread men. And then on Christmas Day, these are they're there to enjoy alongside. Is it chocolate fondue, or is it cheese fondue? It's like cheese. Switzerland Honestly, is probably cheese fondue, guys. What? I had I had cheese fondue in Switzerland, and I literally had to like choke it down. I tried so hard not to puke. It was so gross. Really. I don't like cheese that much. And so I was like, ooh, fun. It was like our traditional dinner yeah. on the trip. And I was like, 
yay a fondue and then yeah. they gave me this the bread was awesome yeah they gave me this bread and this this swiss cheese fondue and i'm like this i feel like i'm eating a foot it was it was gross to me yeah but so anyways. they do a lot of fondue over there but i love switzerland so yeah and then in sweden they celebrate saint lucia day which is on december 13th and we lightly talked That's about taylor it. taylor swift's birthday we lightly talked about it a few episodes ago but the way they like to celebrate is by wearing a crown of candles and singing carols and from what i gather many cultures like to sing <laughs> I think that's just a thing people like to do. And I think we do that. (laughs) We do that. We don't do it like traditional in a sense that we do this every Every day, like on this day. But we love to like, we surround ourselves with lots of music. I would love to have that as one of our traditions, like at our parents' house. I love that for you. You don't want to do, you don't want to like gather, (laughs) no, (laughs) gather around the piano. I would rather do the puppet show. (laughs) I would rather sing a hymn, a hymnal. You can sing the opening to the puppet show. And then they also do something called Doppegreiten. Doppegreiten. And that is translated to dipping in the kettle. Mm. And I could be butchering most of these pronunciations. I, I did look it up on Google and I forgot to look it up right before I said it. So that could be wrong. But it is translated to dipping in the kettle and it involves dipping different kinds of breads into broth from the Christmas ham you eat on Christmas Day. So here's what I will say. Gross I think me. we have already incorporated many of these traditions by the amount of carbs that we eat at the holiday season. We eat a lot of carbs. If you know my family, carbs are one of the food groups. It is the food group. We like our carbs. So Who doesn't? That's how we celebrate our ancestries, by eating lots eating of different carbs. bread and potatoes. And cake. <laughs> and then lastly, we have Italy. Um, Italy is like where I like to say I'm from because I look Italian. Yeah. And Aaron looks Swedish, but I like to be like, I'm Italian. Yeah. You're Italian. Olive skin. My olive skin that actually mostly disappeared when I was a kid. Now I'm like, <laughs> white. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like many other cultures, the nativity is a big fo- focus of the Christmas season in Italy. Another thing that Italians do during this season is wear red underwear on New Year's Eve for good luck and prosperity. Because I think across cultures, red is a lucky color. And then Italians also have their own version of the Epiphany. And it happens on the eve of January 5th. The night before the Epiphany. Yeah, so the night before the Epiphany. And the witch, La Bifana, comes and brings presents to all the good kids. The legend is that she wanted to bring presents to baby Jesus, but got lost and arrived late. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. More presents. (laughs) I know what I'm learning is a lot of people in a lot of cultures like to celebrate the ending of the Christmas season, Mm -hmm. which I feel like in a way we do with the life is good day. That's kind Mm -hmm. of our, the Christmas season has been wrapped up, but most of the time my My personal interpretation of the ending of Christmas, my Christmas tree is 10 a.m. on Christmas (laughs) day. My Christmas tree, the last two or three years. You take yours down like the next day. Last year, my Christmas tree was taken down Christmas Day. <laughs> You're joking. Well, I was going out of town a couple days later, and I just was. I think I took mine down the next day. No, I think I honestly, I think it was the night. I think we put Lincoln down to bed, and I was like, I'm sick of seeing this thing. Because we put it up in November. Like, you put it up in November. Here's what I will say about Christmas decorations. I like 
that it looks so full and warm and cozy when you put Christmas decorations but up. there's nothing more satisfying but than taking it down and seeing clean. I was like, and it you looks don't even have so to try. clean when you take them all down and everything's so back to normal and you're like, ugh. Clean mind. I yeah. like that feeling yeah. too. Well, I think I like to take mine down especially before the new year because I want to start my start. Yeah, I want to start my new year off. I want to start my year off right. <laughs> I want it to be clean. And so I usually take mine down, if not the day of, I the day after or the following days I before I bet my New Christmas Year's. decorations this year, because I live with my grandpa, 100%, they will be up till February. So, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So anyways, those are some things that we have done research on for like what people do around the world. I honestly am curious if you have traditions that you do look Please. it up, but no, but like look it up to see where they're from. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm sure they derive from somewhere, something. If you have traditions that only, you know, that you do let us know because like, Please DM the pod because I'm we're in, so we are like, we are like Olaf right now. Just looking for Christmas traditions. Well, we and I feel like because of the age we are, especially you, but because <laughs> what is wrong with me today <laughs> especially you um i just feel like we're in a kind of an era of our lives where we are have the opportunity to start making not saying that you it's ever too late to make christmas traditions no. but i think now's the opportunity if you want to like do something your kids whole life now's the time to kind of incorporate they're gonna that. start remembering it and so i'm really intrigued by other people's christmas traditions and want to learn more about them and i want to kind of add my own traditions into my holiday season going forward as i grow up and get married and things like that so yeah so let us know there's probably there's probably lots of traditions that we don't know about that we'd love to find out about so, mm -hmm. so let us know let us know what you do. Look up your own traditions and have a wonderful week. Yeah. Um, we are going to take a little break in between now and the new year. So you won't get another episode from us until January 5th, I believe. So the Friday is the that? Friday after the day before the epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> so the Friday <laughs> after the new year, we'll have the next episode drop. Because we'll be going out of town for a little bit. But we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Yep. Okay. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pardon Me. You can find us on Instagram at pardonme.pod, where you can be the first to get updates, be notified about new episodes, and generally enjoy the sister content. Be sure to leave a rating and review, and we will talk to you next week.